thank you guys for joining me on Every Ray Living. You already know it is your girl, Ray at Welcome. First and foremost, as always, thank you guys for taking the time out of your day, allowing me to be a part of your day, and allowing me to talk you through whatever you're doing or whatever you're going through. Uh, real quick, I want to say Happy New Year to you guys. We haven't talked since last year, so I hope you guys had a great um, Christmas with your family or friends, or if you decided to spend it by yourself, I hope you had a good time doing that and a better introduction to the new year. So, again, happy 2022 to you guys, if I can spit it out. Real quick, I wanted to just talk to you guys, you know, um, not so much to impart my New Year's resolution and all that good stuff on you guys because we have enough affirmations and what we're going to do and not to do to last us to 2023. So I'm not here, you know, to do any of those things. I just wanted to jump on here, as always, to encourage someone as well as I'm encouraging myself and to share, um, you know, different things with you guys to, again, to encourage and motivate not just myself, but you guys as well. Um, And I jumped on here um, to share something with you, but prior to doing that, um, when I was thinking about what is going to be my New Year's topic on my podcast, uh, I had no idea, so I was just going to, you know, talk about whatever randomly came to my mind, um, because this year is just different. I'm just accepting, like I said, and receiving all the blessings God has for me, and I'm just telling you, the new year has started off to just that, his blessings and me receiving them and accepting them, and not only me receiving and accepting blessings, giving them, too. I'm going to have enough to give away blessing on blessings on blessings, meaning like in terms of money, material things, because I want to be able to, you know, receive so much and be given so much that I can give away as much as I'm giving, because that's how much I believe in God. But anyways, all that to say, I didn't know what I was going to talk about. Um, I didn't know what kind of, you know, conversation I wanted to start off with on the podcast, um, on my YouTube channel, because I hadn't been on there for a couple months, um, I had did that, and so if you want to watch that and catch what I was talking about on that, you can, you know, check me out on Every Ray Living um, under Ray at Maze, and, you know, you'll find me there. Um, subscribe, doesn't cost anything, whatever. That's up to you, no pressure. So what I decided I was going to talk about was a conversation that I had with a young lady at my job. Now, at my job, I see various people various races, um, all shapes, sizes, colors, and um, age ranges. Um, So I see people from 18 to 90, literally. So um, the conversation I had with this particular um, young lady, she wasn't even 21. She was um, getting out into the real world, you know, paying bills and all that good stuff. But she asked me, and I was so flattered that she asked me this, Um, What advice would I give someone who is her age starting out into the real world? Um, What advice did I have for her? And so because I was, like, shocked that she would even ask me that, not because it's a crazy question or I'm not worthy of being asked that kind of question, but usually, you know, I'm just talking so much I'm giving that type of advice, you know. But she asked me, so I was flattered by that. So, you know, I said, you know, I'm going to talk about that. Um, So she asked me that, and I told her, I said, you know, 
naturally, we know we have to work. Naturally, you know, you know what you need to do. I mean, because the job that she has, um, that she's starting, has great insurance benefits. So she said that's one of the reasons she took the job. And, you know, the vacation was a perk as well. But on the front end, she was looking at, you know, the insurance. You know, that's what she needs or whatever. But ultimately, I don't think she plans on being there forever and ever and ever. So I told her, don't get so caught up and giving 110% to your job, making your job your front, your middle, and your end, to where you don't develop passions that you like outside of your job. And it is true, you need to find a job that you love and you like and all that other stuff. But even with that, always make time to find things you love and you like outside of that because sometimes we get caught up in our job, in our families, that we forget about us. We forget about who we are, what we like, what we don't like, or we get complacent with doing things that we really, really love, that we really don't allow ourselves room to find other things we like and enjoy because we get wrapped up on one specific thing. So allow yourself to grow. Allow yourself not to be consumed with being one dimensional one everything allow yourself on top of the job on top of the job you like allow yourself to create and like other stuff outside of your job so you're never bored and you're never giving your all to one thing so if that one thing doesn't fall through or that one thing ends you have other things to get off into so you're not just keeping yourself complacent with that one thing if that makes sense and so and I said that because I've learned that over the years, um, even at 47, I'm learning different things that I love and I like about myself that I didn't embrace. I didn't think I had time to. I didn't think I was good in that area. I didn't think I had the time or the energy to want to learn and do it a different way or try something new or whatever. Whatever that was, I didn't do it. So now as I get older and I come in contact with not just myself, um, my children, um, other people as well. So when she asked me that, I was so, wow, I just felt blessed that she asked me that because, like I said, any other day I would have just said that, just in a normal conversation. But I uh, tell Jada that as well. I mean, she's 18. She'll be 19 in March. I tell her, yes, get in line with what you want to do. Get centered with a job you want to do. But don't get consumed with just doing that one thing. Expand your horizons because the world is full of so many different things, so many different opportunities and people and resources that you don't need to become stagnant and you don't need to become complacent complacent with one thing. And so that's what I want to share for 2022. Don't get consumed and complacent with one thing. If you have a passion to do something else and you feel like your job don't allow you to do those things because of time and all that, make time. Because you don't want to sit back and one day regret doing that. You know, we need our jobs. I'm grateful for my job. I love my job. But you know what I love just as much as my job? Doing my podcast, doing my YouTube channel, getting on TikTok, just saying, you know, what I say to you guys on here. You know, I don't ever really try to be fake or phony uh, with whatever I say or do. But it's an out, and I enjoy it that much as as if it's my second job because it would suck if I just put everything into the job I go to every day, all day, and then have anything else to look forward to outside of my job. That that would suck. You know, my kids are older. 
they're doing their own thing. My grandkids, you know, they're getting older. They're, you know, one uh, my first, my older two have moved out of town. So I don't even see them as much as I would, you know, if they were here around the corner like, you know, they used to be. So you definitely have to get caught up with, you know, being your own cheerleader, riding for you, supporting yourself um, in areas that you expect everybody else to do it. You have to be that and do that for yourself. And I'm going to end with this. <clears throat> there was a um, a meme or a, a quote, an affirmation, whatever you want to call it. It came across my um, Facebook page, and it said, you might as well win anyway. Let me rephrase it. I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember exactly how it was. But it said something like, everybody's not going to clap for you, so you, you might as well win anyway, something to that effect. Everybody that's not clapping for you is not hating on you. Now, don't get me wrong. There are people that are watching you do stuff, going out of their way not to say they like, love, or anything, because they do feel like it's going to take something from them if they do that. That is reality. But everybody is not hating on you because they're not clapping and telling you, at a girl or at a boy. They're not hating on you. Sometimes that might be a season that God is grooming you to clap for you support you, be your own cheerleader when um, no one else is. It's not all about everybody hating on you. Sometimes there's a season that God is preparing you for the season nobody claps for you. Just like there's that season everybody, you know, love when they're clapping for them and telling them, you know, they're great and wonderful. There's going to be a season everybody's quiet. And if you haven't mastered to be okay in the quietness, he ain't going to give it to you when it's loud. So you got to become okay with if someone's telling you you're doing great, and if someone is saying nothing or somebody's being critical, you have to learn and master what he's trying to teach you in that season. And, you know, I know that because he had to work on me with that. Not that I'm the type of person that want people to clap for me and all that, but let's face it, we want to do stuff and we want people to be proud and show that, you know, they appreciate what we're doing and all that good stuff. But I had to learn in my season you have to step out, be confident, be bold in what you're doing. Because when you do it, you're not going to care if nobody else is saying anything, especially if you're doing it from your heart and you're doing it because you want to do it. And I'm not saying anything new, nothing that I'm saying um, is new under the sun. I'm just saying it maybe in a way it didn't make sense to you until you heard it this way. Because people can tell me stuff all the time that I've heard from numerous people, but the way someone can break it down makes a big difference and how you um, receive it. So I just wanted to jump on here and share that with you and, you know, leave you with some encouraging words, some words of wisdom. And 2022 is nothing but um, blessing on blessings, and I can't wait to take you guys on my fantastic voyage to let you know what I'm getting off into, what projects I'm doing, and all that good stuff. So just stay tuned, and I'm just going to share with you guys along the way. And so the next time, you already know we're going to talk about it. Thank you guys for joining me on Every Ray Living. You already know it is your girl, Rayette. Welcome. First and foremost, as always, thank you guys for taking the time out of your day, allowing me to be a part of your day, talking you through whatever you're doing or whatever you're going through. Uh, real quick, I wanted to take a moment because later on in the week, I'm going to do a podcast on protecting your peace. And there's a reason I want to talk about that. Something happened to me with two different people who I don't even know, never even heard of in my life, but they came to disrupt my peace. And they don't even know that they came doing it. 
But the reason I want to talk about protecting your peace is because when you protect your peace, when you protect the energy you're going to put out to someone or let someone put onto you, when you have control over that, you're able to identify when someone is bothered, they're not at peace in their own life. But the most important thing is if you understand where you're at in your peace walk, they're not going to be able to do it. And the importance of being in peace is understanding what that means for you. You know, you're not necessarily preparing yourself for Susie Q, who always has a smart mouth. And you're just kind of like, you know what? I already know how to handle her. So I know what I'm going to do with her and move on with life. And I'm going to be in peace because I know what I'm not going to say to this person. I'm just not going to pay that person no attention. So you'll learn to operate with certain people a certain way so that you're not engaging in it. But then here comes something from the North, the South, the East, or the West that you wasn't prepared for. And sometimes it's that thing that throws you off your piece and gets you off center. And that's the thing that throws everyone off because no one is unique and different and it happens to everyone. But in this particular situation, it made me realize the importance of when you recognize what you're not going to do or what you're going to try not to do, because we're all human and we've all failed at letting somebody take us out of our square. But the beauty in your peace is allowing yourself not to go there when you want to and understand what the bigger purpose is. And when you understand that, you're able to see people who are very unhappy, uh, earth disturbers, um, you'll start seeing how they move. And you'll start being able to pinpoint people who are intentionally trying to, you know, just make other people pay because they're sad and they're miserable or whatever. So again, later on in the week, I'm going to talk to you guys about that and how me just being in a zone with something that used to bother me and something that I used to have a hard time letting go because I just had to be the right fighter. I had to let you know if you were wrong, the part that has got gotten to a, a, I can't even say it. The part of me that that has arrived to the place of peace and not having to do all that showed up on this particular day when this person's persons uh, tried to take me there. And, and I was proud of myself because it made me realize this person is suffering from PTSD, one to be seen, one to be heard by any means necessary, and they don't care if it's going to hurt me hurt the other person in the room. They don't care. And when you're at peace, you're able to recognize when someone is trying to take you um, off your square. So we're going to talk about that later on in the week um, because I really want you to get where I'm going with that. And I really want to explain to you um, in its entirety of how it even um, got there. But today my cousin and I was talking and we were just, you know, asking each other how we were doing, so on and so forth. And I said, just navigating like everyone else through life, but taking a moment to pull over and pause to take care of myself. And the reason the word navigating hit me, it hit me so hard that I'm like, you know what? I want to talk about that on my podcast. I want to tell someone while you're navigating through life, while you're trying to get to each destination, pull over and take some time for yourself. And we've heard this on any podcast, any YouTube channel, any sermon we went to church and heard, we've heard that. But I wanted to reiterate it again because 
in life, when we get ready to go somewhere that we're unfamiliar with, we don't know how long it's going to take us to get there. We plug it into our um, Google Maps or whatever um, app you have on your phone. Um, you plug it in. It'll tell you where you're going, how long it's going to take for you to get there, what you're going to come across on the way there. Um, if there's an accident ahead, you know, it gives you everything you're going to need to know when you're approaching your destination. But it won't tell you what you need to do for you while you're driving. It's not going to tell you to pull over. It's not going to tell you you need to take a break. It's going to tell you how long it's going to take if you're riding a bike, if you're walking, if you're driving. What you're going to see on the way there is not going to tell you pause and take a break and get some sleep. You have to have the wherewithal to know when you need to do those things. The navigation system isn't going to tell you when to pull over and get gas. It's not going to say, when you run out of gas, this is the time you need to pull over and get gas. It's just not. You have to be cognizant of those things in your vehicle to let you know when you need to re-up, pause. I hate to say re-up, but it's going to let you know when you, you it's not going to let you know when to do that. You have to know when to do that. And that's the same thing with us. We put in our navigation system. We want the kids to do this. Make sure they do this. Talk them till they're blue in the face, yell at them so they can do what you want them to do. And then once you do that and they don't do that, go to the next phase, be, try to be the all American grandparent to their kids and tell them what to do. That don't work. So then you're going to be that to your friends. And then you go to your work and you're getting on your coworkers nerves because you're not the supervisor, but you want to act like the supervisor. You want to tell on everybody making your job that much harder because you don't understand your role because you want to be more than what you're, what, not so much what you're called to do, because we're all called to do whatever it is we want to do or whatever. Well, no, we're not. No, we're not. Some of us are not called to be brain surgeons. And we're going to hope people don't go down that direction if they're not called to do that. Much like pastoring and all that good stuff. But sometimes we make our mission of where we need to go harder than it needs to be because we take on too many destinations we have to go on. And the only destination you need to go on is the one you're supposed to be on. That's it. But while we're on those destinations, we're not taking no, no time to pull over and take care of ourselves. We're not taking no time to check in with ourselves. And the reason we don't do that is because if we see someone doing something, if we see someone about to crash and burn in a situation, figuratively speaking, we want to sit and babysit them and make sure they don't do it because we don't want them to get hurt. We know what it's going to look like on the other side. So we spend all our time trying to make sure we intervene and protect our loved ones from doing things we don't want them to do because we ultimately know it's not good for them. The outcome isn't going to be great. And what we don't do is pull over. We don't pull over, get the gas we need to put into ourselves. We don't pull over and feed ourselves. We don't nourish ourselves to continue. I'm, I'm about to sneeze, so I apologize. We don't pull over and do the nourishment we need in our vehicle, and that's our body. We don't pull over and say, you know what? I've said what I needed to say. I did what I needed to do. And they still want to do them. They still want to go there. They still don't want to go there. <laughs> uh, whatever the case is, I'm good. I'm going to worry about me. And when they, when they decide they want to circle back to the very thing I'm telling them they should do, I'll be available. But I'm not going to exert all this energy into them just to be mad and sad 
And guess what? We will do that. We'll tell ourselves we're not doing it and still turn right back around and do the very same thing we said we're not going to do because for whatever reason, we don't put in the navigation system pause when we come to this stop. Fill my soul up with this when I come to this and I see it's not working. We don't do that. What we do is keep going until we run out of gas. And for us in the body, when we run out of gas, we've hit a brick wall. We're tired. We're depressed. We're feeling anxiety driven. We're feeling weary. We're feeling all these feelings. And we have no reason to feel these feelings because if we had have taken the time to do what we should have done, which was pull over and pause and fill up, fill our gas up with the word, fill our gas up with praise music, fill our gas up with putting it in God's hands. I am so guilty of this. And that's why I'm telling you it is important when you are navigating in anything in life to make sure you pull over, you check in on yourself, make sure your gas is full. Make sure if you're hungry, fill yourself up, metaphorically speaking, with whatever it is you need to fill yourself up with. Because guess what's going to happen? When you're full of your gas, when you're full and fed, you can see things and feel differently about everything around you. Take, for example, when you're at work, you have to go to work so early, you haven't eaten, you got right to your job. You start feeling jittery, you start feeling moody, you start feeling shaky, you start feeling whatever your body feels when you're hungry. But after you eat, even if it's just peanut butter and crackers and you get yourself something to drink, you feel different. You feel a little bit happier. You feel a little bit more energetic. And that's what we have to do when we are going through life. Pull over and fill yourself up. It might be that one little phone call you need from someone. It might be that one little visit that you needed to pay someone who you hadn't visited for years. It can be something small and minute that can recharge you, fill you up, and get you full. And that's what happened to me over the weekend. And I'm going to end with saying this. My friends came in for a quick visit from Florida. And they got here on Friday. They're leaving out this afternoon to go to their next destination. But Friday from Sunday, I spent time with them. I got off work. And we've been spending time with each other ever since they've been here. I haven't felt the greatest emotionally, <laughs> physically, a little bit spiritually. I haven't felt great. No one knew. I haven't told anybody because what am I going to tell them? I feel like this. I mean, but at the end of the day, being around them, talking to my good friend, when no one else is around, when her husband has went out to go visit people, it was just she and I sitting there talking. And then it was uh, me and our other good friend, we were all talking. And it was so good to my soul. They don't know it, but I know it. But most importantly, God knew it. So even when I was tired and probably, I always wanted to go out there. But physically, if I was tired, I'm like, oh, I could just stay here and lay down or whatever. I got up because I had to pull over and pause and get charged up, get fed. And getting fed was talking to my friends and sharing some things with them and allowing them to share some things with me. And I left feeling 
recharged and full and aware of what I need to do moving forward. Because granted, your friends ain't always going to be around. Um, They don't even know most of the time that you're filling them up or uh, you're filling them up. But you still got to do the work when they leave and they tell you all those good words. But it helps put things in perspective. So I just want to tell you guys, whatever you're putting into your GPS, whether it's (laughs) metaphorically speaking or for real, for real, when you're driving somewhere, pull over, gas up, feed yourself so you can be of use to yourself and the person down the road. Because there's nothing worse than being burnt out (laughs) from running around in your head, trying to figure things out on your own and not talking to anybody. Because that, if you want to have one clear sign of disrupting peace and having you all over the world, try doing that. Try doing that. But checking on yourself, taking the time to love on yourself, taking the time to gas yourself up. And I mean that in any way, shape or form. Hype yourself up. Get your praise music going. Pray, whatever it is you need to do, gas yourself up, feed yourself so that when you take off to finish that mission, whatever that mission is, you're ready. You're not depleted because it's so easy for us to get to that point. We have this thing where we got to act like we are Teflon darn, nothing sticks. I got it. I'm not this. I'm not that. Whatever. No. That's not the way to do it. God did not build us to where we're just supposed to keep going like the Energizer Bunny and don't slow down. Don't listen. Don't actually hear what our body is telling us. We're all guilty of this. I'm guilty of this. This is why I jumped on here to share with you guys. Navigate to the destination you need to go to, whatever that is, but make sure you are not waiting until your car has ran out of gas to realize you need gas. Don't starve yourself to the point where you're like, you know what, I really am hungry. (laughs) When you get that feeling you need to do it, that's when you should do it. Easier said than done in most cases, but that's when you know your engine light is coming on. It's a warning before your car shuts down. And that's how we have to treat our body. Yes, go to places you need to go, but make sure you're not traveling the distance. Make sure you got enough gas in your car to travel the distance. And that's metaphorically speaking. Make sure you have enough energy and enough whatever you need to go that distance. Make sure you got enough food stock before you go feeding everybody else because you're going to get hungry and you're not going to have anything left for yourself. So I want to leave you with that. Make sure you are pausing, pulling over to take care of you and to check in on you. Because the only person that know you better than you and that's going to love you better than you is you. Until the next time, you already know we're going to talk about it.